12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call a second quickly, Origi! Yeah! 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 Welcome back to another episode of the Long Balls Podcast. I'm a little under the weather right now. Flu-like symptoms, I'm out. COVID, res- oh. COVID slash reserve list. Um, oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's just a cold. I hope, right? I mean, I guess there's no way to know unless I go get tested. Um, <clears throat> Lots to talk about, though. Lots to talk about. We'll start with uh, the last match day. Um... Chelsea dominated Leicester. No big surprises. Chelsea looked really good. Um, ben Chilwell yeah. did sprain his ACL. He was out for like mm-hmm. six weeks. But they've just been lethal. Him and uh, Reese James. <clears throat> Leicester looked just really distraught. Reese James is Chelsea's leading goal scorer, right? Yeah. 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 And then he also had a great game against Juve midweek, so. Yeah. Yeah. Man's on fire. Did you see the video? Of him at the Chelsea women's game? No, no. His sister got subbed in or scored or did something. And there's just a video of him just not reacting at all, like straight faced. <laughs> it was like, this man is so excited for his sister. <laughs> and he was just like, in there. It was really funny. Wow. Um, Steven Gerrard, first win in his first game in charge. Mm-hmm. And he, he says it's not a stepping stone to the Liverpool job, but I mean, it very clearly is, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, once Klopp has a bad year or just decides to give it up, Stevie G's got to be their number one guy, I would imagine. Burnley and Villa play Liverpool in the league already. Um, No, I think they're playing in December no, sometime. No, they haven't. All right, so that's a free six points for Liverpool. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, Jared, like, just starts, like, a full youth team. Oh, my gosh. Burnley and Crystal Palace, a game that was probably expected to be one of the most boring games of the weekend, ended three to three. Yeah. yeah. Um, Crystal Palace top and Teke with the brace. Burnley in very much danger of getting relegated. <clears throat> um, Brentford Newcastle three three as well. Exciting day to be a neutral. Yeah. Um, Eddie Howe, kind of first game in charge. He wasn't there though. Yeah, he had COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Newcastle still very much in trouble. It'll be interesting to see how January goes for them. Yeah, get into January. That's the big. Yeah, that's. Yeah, they need a win though before January. (laughs) Yeah, for oh for sure for sure. Um, but yeah, because around them Norwich, two game win streak. Watch out. Norwich now only three points back out of the drop, like away from relegation. They could make it. Yeah, I mean, their wins are against Southampton and who'd they be last week or right before the international break? Brentford. Um, Brentford, so. Yeah, you mean the 13th and 14th place teams? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Southampton are just so frustrating to me. I really want them to get relegated. And then they went on this really good run of form. Hopefully they get back to playing yeah. bad again. 
<laughs> yeah, I know because we I have them relegated too. Well, I have a bet on it. We all do. Uh, oh, okay. You actually have something. On. Um, let's skip over that game for now and go to Wolves and West Ham. Yeah, the <laughs> um Wolves upset. I guess this is an upset, right? Over West Ham. Wolves are now top six. Yeah. yeah. Wolves fine run of form after starting off a little rough early in the season. And then you Liverpool, know, if you if we just skip last season, Wolves look like that they're just going right on track. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Liverpool shut up any Arsenal's back people uh, emphatically. I don't know. I disagree with that. It was a 4 nothing game. Liverpool expected goals 3.3 to Arsenal's 0.32. Um, no, no, no. Arsenal are definitely back to being a relatively good team, right? They're still the tier below. Like They can contend oh, for the fourth spot in the league. Fair. Arsenal. Fair yeah. team. Um, okay, yeah, but like, I guess, Liverpool's I guess that just, means they're back because Arsenal, I mean, when's the last right. time in fourth, right? Yeah, I don't think anybody was saying that they were back like a, like a top three. No, but I think no. it did show like the golfing class, right? Between yeah. the top three and Arsenal. Um, Man City handled Everton pretty easily. Some phenomenal goals in this game. If I may say so myself. The worst of lessons. That Cancelo pass, I mean, I don't think they give out an award for assist of the year, but that would win it. Um, and then Rodri scored, and I mean, he just caught all of that ball. Oh, such a sweet hit. <clears throat> and then uh, Tottenham coming back to beat Leeds and then following up this performance by losing in the <laughs> Uh, conference league conference. now put them in very much danger of not making the knockout stage <laughs> of a tournament that they should have pretty much had like a ticket to the final. Yeah, which <laughs> a tournament that doesn't give you anything for winning it, so they should have just tanked anyway. They don't even get entry into the Europa League next year. Nope. Do they get entry into the conference league next year? Uh, that probably. I think you get like twenty million dollars for winning, but that's twenty million dollars more than they had. Yeah, well, they're seven hundred million dollars in debt. So when that came out, I'm like, it'd be six hundred million. It's, it's because of the stadium, but like, why aren't we ripping Tottenham a little bit more than we do, um, or like at least to somewhat of the same level that we're ripping Barcelona? Because that's almost the same number. What what's Barca? Are they over, over a billion? billion? They're over a billion, but still. Like, we, we've been trashing Barca and saying, like, how terribly run it is for being so in debt. Now, they're because of the players. So they gave out too many big yeah. contracts and spent too much money on transfer fees. And Tottenham's is because they built a gigantic, massive, beautiful stadium, and they just haven't recouped money from that. It's a fair point. Um, but like, we always talk about Daniel Levy being this. He's like, oh, at least he's a good businessman. Well, there was that whole thing yeah. where they like didn't spend money because of the stadium, and then COVID hit, which definitely didn't help. Right. And I'm sure they weren't anticipating a global pandemic. I think they were anticipating being in the Champions League again. So what's that, like $200 million? So the fact that they're not in – they have been out of the Champions League for two years now, that's like $400 million that they've missed out on. Very in fair point. In terms of revenue. Very fair. Um, let's get to the big one. 
<laughs> Watford defeat Manchester United 4-1. to It's just um, such a ridiculous thing to say. It is. But didn't De Gea also make some good saves in this game? He saved the penalty, right? Oh, he's, yeah. Well, he saved yeah. two penalties, t- technically. Because can we first talk about that? Because I'm still a little confused about why they are allowed to retake the penalty for their own encroachment. I thought someone on United encroached as well. Um, uh, I thought it was if just any, if anybody in United on United was in the box, it gets to retake. I didn't think we were, but maybe yeah, that was the case. It says it says on FootMob that both Norwich and United defenders Watford. encroached. So, yes, Watford. Sorry, both teams encroached. So, if he had scored, it probably would not have been called back for encroachment because they hardly ever call that. Right. But anyway, he saved it twice. So, and then went on to That's lose good. four to one. This was yeah. What I wonder is in fantasy. Does he get points for both saves? I doubt it. I bet he gets that points for one save. Um, the proverbial nail in the coffin for oh yeah, Ole, friend of the podcast, Gunnar Solskjaer. So let's just take a moment, a moment of silence mm. for our influence over Manchester United. It's gone. We have nothing now. Yeah, might be a good thing for the you guys. Pull on the too hot. Yeah. I said moment of silence, oh. and Ryan goes, yeah. And it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever all adopted our tactics, we played better. That is true. I, every single time. It is true. It's honestly, I think he, he got fired because he stopped listening to us. Probably. Yeah. He didn't sign the CDM like we cried out for, and boom. We said five that- in the back, he moved to five in the back. We said oh, yeah. free Pogba, he freed Pogba. Seven assists in like two games. Oh, yeah. yeah. We said sign a CDM, didn't sign a CDM. And That's now right. he's gone. <laughs> exactly. Let um, that be but, a lesson to all you coaches out there. But now the uh, new manager has been officially brought in, I guess, Ralph Rankick. I think I said his name. I don't know if it's official. Uh, like I mean, officially, more, officially, but like it's pretty official. much. Right. The former coach of RB Leipzig. Who got them promoted into the Bundesliga? Mm-hmm. Who instituted and then in the uh, Champions League, right? Yes. Who instituted that phenomenal pressing that he has? Um, Jurgen Klopp just recently backed it and said this is a great signing for United, and that other teams should be worried about it. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously he's because that's somebody who's going to play like Klopp, so he just—I mean—he's going to defend somebody who, who somebody who also coached continue. against him in the Bundesliga. True. Um, but I don't think I'm not sold on it. A lot of people are really happy about this. I'm, I don't know. I have a lot of reservations. One being, I don't know if we can play the style that he wants to play. I don't know if we've got the players for it. And then it's worried. What? That's what January's for. Oh, come on. We have this ridiculous. We're not going to keep buying players. I mean, yes, we need a CDM because that's what we need no matter who the manager is. But what? We're going to keep going. We're going to go buy a whole front line that can press now? (laughs) I mean, it's ridiculous. I I think I said this months ago, if not years ago, that McTominay is never going to be at the level Man United need him to be at for the Mm -mm. stature that Man United is. And you're right. 
And he's someone that in previous, like under Sir Alex Ferguson, would have gotten some games and then eventually been sold. Like Tom Cleverly. But I was just about to say that. Yep. Like Raphael, someone like that. Like, yeah, like this is these academy products that really shouldn't be playing regular minutes for United. But Raphael and been. Fabio are icons of the United squad. <laughs> but now I do buy their refusal to sign other people and also I guess this like attacking yeah. him almost. All right, and apparently it's gonna continue under Carrick. So I don't think it will continue now that there's a German in here. So this English bias is gone. I so I think that I think that Donnie and Fred will be the two. Yeah. I don't think he's going to like Pogba at all. Probably not, because Pogba probably won't work for him. Well, Pogba's no. gone in the summer anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know if he's going to. I don't know if he's going to be staying longer than just enough to get Poch in, because they seem pretty set on Poch. We'll see. I think it depends on how they do under Ralph. Oh, if he does really well, I think we've seen we saw that they did it with Ali. They'll just appoint him. Yeah, I mean, he gets you guys into the Champions League. I mean, you're only six points out. If with, we lose to Chelsea, it's going to be tough. With 26 games left. I mean, not tough, but it's that's a we in 13th, I think, if we lose to Chelsea. Yeah, oh, tough, a little tougher schedule coming up too. Chelsea, Arsenal, Crystal Palace. We've been on this tough run of form for a while. Liverpool, Man City. Yeah, get smacked by Liverpool, and then you think everything's okay when you beat Tottenham by three. Only to realize Tottenham has more issues. Yeah, Tottenham (laughs) stinks. Did you guys see Conte came out this week? It was just basically like, this Tottenham team is not what I thought it was. This is going to take me a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that. That was yesterday after the Conference League game. Like, yeah, duh, this Tottenham team stinks. Yes, and we are seeing as well in the table, Brighton starting to slip away from that top half finish after mm-hmm. starting so well. I know. <laughs> but anyway, back on to um, Ragnick. Is that how you spell it, say it, or is it? I'm not sure. I think it's Ragnick. You can just call but there's Ragnarok. an N in there, isn't it? You can just call him Ragnarok. I like that. Ragnarok. We're calling him Ragnarok. <laughs> All right. So, um, he, to me, hasn't had, uh, and I guess he did have this success with Leipzig, but enough coaching experience recently for me. Yeah, he's been in a sporting director role for a while. Which could be cool afterwards. He's going to have this consulting role, and that's nice. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, if he doesn't become the full-time manager. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. Is he going to be out of touch with some things? Is there going to be a language barrier as well? I don't know how good his English is. Fair so I, I just I have a lot of reservations. I'm not over the moon. I I didn't want Carrick for six months, probably, because it looks like he's just going to continue what Ollie was doing. <laughs> yeah, I forget who said it. It was one of the old legends of Man United. It was like all of Ollie's staff should be fired. Yeah, it was Skulls. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was like, they're all part of the problem. They did most of the coaching. Yeah. So, get the coaches out. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what you see in the NFL usually when a coach gets fired. Well, sometimes. It really depends, <laughs> right? Coach gets fired at the end of the season, most likely. 
all the assistants and coordinators are going to yeah. new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, people who are going to adopt the vision and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's just go international for a quick second. All right. Um, the World Cup playoff draw was made for Europe today and sees Portugal and Italy in the same four-team group, meaning that only one of them, at most, can make it to the World Cup. What, could, is there a chance that none of them make it, I guess, in the playoff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, the bracket. Yeah, Turkey's in that group, so. Turkey plays Portugal. And if Turkey wins, they would play Italy slash North Macedonia at home. Because hmm. the winner of the Portugal game gets the home game. Which is interesting. I don't know why they don't just do, like, if a seeded team makes it, they get the home game anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think it's hilarious. Um, I don't know who I'm rooting for. I think it would just be so funny for Italy to not make it after winning the Euros. <laughs> and it would be their second World Cup in a row where they didn't make it, which would be massive for – I mean, in a bad way for Italy. I mean, I mean it would prove I, that they were frauds and they just got really hot. Yeah. Which, in a sense – Ideally, North frauds, Macedonia but... would win it all. Yeah, North Macedonia they would win that screwed over. They, yeah. they had a phenomenal qualifying – and get drawn into a group that they realistically have no chance in. Despite, I mean, they did beat Germany once. The only points mm-hmm. Germany drops during qualifying. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, yeah, Italy wasn't frauds in the Euros. I mean, they played absolutely fantastic. They were just in a really good but run. They just got hot. Yeah, yeah, they just got hot yeah. at the right moment. But the overall, they're still not a great. No, I agree. Team. Yeah, I think this is what this yeah. is what I've been saying. Like, they were hot going into the Euros. They stayed hot. And then they struggled in qualifying. I mean, Jorginho missed a penalty that would have sent them through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His third miss in a row for Italy. Too, I mean, you think about some people like – I mean, you think about that front line. Obviously, Chiesa's um, – Chiesa's the future. Is the, is the man. But, like, some of these guys are getting a little bit older. Immobile. Um, I was just even talking about the, the front guys. Yeah, um, I mean, Immobile has never really proven himself for the national team. No. Yeah, he's always more of a club player. He's never been that guy. And he's actually only done good for club in Italy. When he's gone abroad, he's been pretty poor. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, even some of the other guys in the back line, obviously aging out. It's, so it's tough to either. continue. I mean – they have a young goalie who's going to be one of the best goalies in the world for the next. Right. Game. They have Chiesa. And they have some solid midfielders. But that doesn't make you a, a team that's going to be able to keep competing over and over again. What they got lucky with was that, yeah, like we said, that they just got on a really good run of form. Yeah, they got lucky at Belgium's inability to play good. That's true. In big games. And England and missing penalties. Yeah, I mean, I was rooting for Italy, though, because I did bet on them in the years, at least. After the first game, I said, all right, time to join the train. But all right. Yes, oh, but also, was- another, wait, another international thing since the last time we recorded. Um, USA-Mexico, we got it the 3-0 and in um, 2021. Yeah. Third straight win against Mexico. It's the first time that's happened in decades, I believe. I forget when it was last. But, Yeah. Great win. And then we followed that up by tie in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. in Jamaica. I mean, it's not, that wasn't I mean, horrible. That field looked like crap. And it was a fun Antonio did hit a banger. An absolute yeah. banger, yes. But still, we should be scoring more than one goal. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, but it's playing against a stud goalie in Andre Blake. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not upset by that to make a result too much. I mean, a draw away from home—that's all you need. We just in the in yeah. The, well, I mean, the way things are shaken out, Costa Rica don't look competitive at all. So there's really only four teams vying for three automatic spots. Right. In USA, Canada, Mexico, and Panama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like, I'm not too worried about it. Oh, just on a side note real quick. Do we know how the World Cup's working for next one, wherein the USA, Mexico, and Canada will all automatically be qualified? I was qualified. No, I, I thought <laughs> about that too. Because that means there's one spot, but that one spot is technically a playoff spot. Yeah, but yeah. is it also like, are they expanding the teams that will get in from CONCACAF? Because it does go to 48. Hmm. Uh, probably good. well then. Question. I would imagine it goes up to four automatic. At least I would assume four automatic from Concacaf, with yeah. one playoff spot potentially. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I think most of those extra spots should go to Europe, but you can't just be like, "All right, we're only going to take extra European teams." Got to be some African teams, some South- probably one or two more South American. I would imagine two more South American teams. Can they start doing more playoffs like with other nations? Like I think that's I where they like need that. to go. Well, because our or, or, or other. The Concacaf one is against South America, right? Or is no? No, I thought we were, no. It's the Oceanic, like Asia and yeah. Asian Pacific one. Is it? Yeah. So I mean, what's South America's playoff? Who do they play? Is it a European team? It used to be. No, I don't know. All I know is that Asian last one? World Cup it was Uruguay and Edison Cavani hit a dirty free kick against in a qualifying match. I it was definitely like African or Asian. I thought they played like New that. Zealand. But I might be I always could be that. But I would like something where so you expand the spots, and then so you you can tailor it so that you're not being biased towards Europe, which obviously has the better teams overall. As well, so there's 16 more spots. I would say Europe has to get at least five of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would agree. But then, like, you can make it so Europe could maybe have a higher, even more, by having a playoff where they play the other teams. I mean, that means the best teams are going to get in. Yeah, because... It's really what it should be. Yeah. I mean, it'd be too hard to just be like, all right, the top 32 ranked teams or top 48 teams because... Well, the ranking stinks. Well, it's also because yeah. like, teams in Europe play against other higher teams more often. So their games would be worth more. Mm-hmm. Um, which maybe it should ha- how it should be anyway. But then it would be create the opportunity to be like, okay, we can basically set aside who we want and, and who we don't because we just don't wouldn't play teams that aren't in the top 48. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, no, the, the qual- yeah. Quick side note there. Um, yesterday was Thanksgiving. We have a lot to be thankful for. We're still here recording. Food is great, obviously, as it is. But the Premier League teams all have things to be thankful for as well, right? Oh, yeah. We got to bring it back. Part two. <laughs> Thanksgiving special. Um, we'll just go in the table. Who wants to take Chelsea? Ooh. I will. Yeah, go ahead. I'll say Chelsea can be thankful for their academy. Um, people oh. make a lot of jokes about their loans and how many people they have on loan constantly. But if only like a handful of them make it, that's completely fine with Chelsea, right? And look at what happened. Reese James, Tom Hudson Adoy, Mason Mount. Mason Mount. I really want to throw in a oh, Trevor Chaluba. Oh yeah, dude's gonna oh. be so good. 
Beeston. I would love to yeah. throw in Ben Chilway, but he didn't come through their academies. I can't. But yeah, that's what uh Chelsea can be thankful for. Their I mean, you, you, even somebody like um, well, I guess wait, Lukaku doesn't count, right? How long was he? I mean, he kind of does. The... He kind of does. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so um. Oh, he was never actually. He was never a Chelsea youth product. He was an Anderlecht youth product, and then went to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, but he sure. got still loaned out from Chelsea. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it, right, I agree with that. I didn't think that's where you're going to go, but um, I like that. Do you want to take uh, your boys next too, Joey? Run it back on City. Sure, sure. Man City can be thankful. Or this one's not as easy as it was for Chelsea. Chelsea was just a toss-up. Um, Man City can be thankful for the development <clears throat> of all their senior players under Pat. A little bit of a similar thing. But, yeah, I mean, look at Jao Cancelo. Sucked mm. in his first year in the Prem. A year later, two years later, balling out. I think he leads Man City in assists this year, which is saying a lot. Um, Phil Foden, oh, yeah. another one. Pep refused to loan him out. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness for that decision. Um, Riyad Mahrez started to play good again. Um, I'm not going to say it. Ferran Torres, too. Even Raheem Sterling has started to play well again. But I think this is really just a boost his transfer value. That's why he's playing him so much. Yeah. Boosted up a little Gabriel bit. Gabriel Jesus. Reinvigorated um, on the right wing. Gabriel way. Jesus. He's chipping in with a ton of assists. Rodri, another player who struggled in his first year. Bernardo Silva. All these players. Pep. Finds his players on other teams, and he's like, this is who I want. Signs them. A year later, they're one of the best players in the Premier League. I think – I was going to say squad depth for City. Yeah, and then you can rotate so much. And also, I'm so excited for Cole Palmer. He looks like a like a little Grealish. Mm. I mean, yeah, he played good. What, what game was that? Um, was the Everton game? Yeah, Everton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you look good. Yes. All right. Liverpool next. Oh, Ryan uh, disappeared there for a second. I'll take oh. Liverpool. Well, Liverpool can be thankful for Thiago finally contributing directly like to the it. score sheet. Look, and he did so in an amazing goals. way in the Champions League this week. If you guys have not seen it, go check out the highlights. It'll be worth your time. That was such an insane goal. Um, no really explanation. He gets a meg on it, too. Yeah, once the it only skips volley, up, it stays the same height. It's like the same height all the way into the but, corner. Like, the way he yeah. curved it, and then once it hits the ground, it helped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just nasty. Like a thing of beauty. Physics, physics teachers everywhere got to be like, holy crap. Oh, yeah. The volley that best reminds me of that one, and arguably is, I would say it's even better than that one, is Aaron Ramsey's. In like the Europa mm. or whatever. Oh yeah, that ago when he was still so at Arsenal. Good. I mean, this this goal is one of the best ones I've ever seen. Up there with when Douglas Costa, when he played for Bayern, scored an absurd goal against Darmstadt. This was like thirty five out, nasty. Or uh, Matt Ritchie and his championship highlights. If you want to watch those. Oh my gosh, you were so you were so on Matt Ritchie. This year. I remember you showing us those videos back in high school. Dude, it was like he used to score bangers. <laughs> Speaking of a volley, though, I mean, if there's another like Poppy Cisse, Newcastle mm. against Chelsea, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> what a goal. Um, so West Ham, I think, I think for them, they're thankful for their fitness levels and being able to play every game because their cohesion is so good. And the fact that they don't rotate, they know everybody on that team so well in competitive games. They just, they just play so good as a team. Yeah. Agbana though is out for an extended period of time. Fortunately, picking up that knee injury recently, but you still have uh, Craig Dawson back there. Zuma. It's a DL. Yeah, so there's, yeah. There's cover. Yep. Oh, I got a good one for Arsenal. So moving oh, on. Arsenal are thankful that Mikel Arteta played for them instead of Frank Lampard or Ole Gunnar Sol- Solskjaer. Ooh, that's a bold <laughs> one saying Arteta's winning the, the – I mean, he is winning. He's still in the job, but yeah, – He's the only one left. He's, he still has the job. The team are – in good form right now. We'll have to see how they finish at the end of the season, but they could get silverware. I could see I mean, them winning like the FA Cup. Arteta already Arteta did. Already win the FA Cup. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the, the work was already done. Like he jumped in midway. Yeah. But I but think yeah. that um, it pays when you're when the person that you hire as manager was assistant under Pep for years. Yeah, they play very similarly to Man City. Side side on, well, I mean, they're playing like Arsenal played like this before Man City played like this. So, but um, Arsenal can also be thankful for their youth academy. They played like Pep before Pep. Arsenal Arsenal's played like this. Wenger played like that before Pep did. No, no, no. Have you seen that Grealish goal? I'm gonna just go and say at its finest. Pep, like, kind of reinvented possession. Wait, why did I say Grealish? I meant Wilshire. Yeah, but that was years ago. Yeah. It's still possession, maybe. Yes. But, like, the, the tiki-taka stuff, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there was never any, like, Arsenal teams that were. I mean, Wenger won the league once, right? Uh, No, more than that. Twice. I think at he least. won it twice. Okay. Or three times. There's, it's 98 and at least 98 and um, 2004. There might be more in there. Well, they definitely haven't won since then. Um, they haven't won think, since 2004, no. I don't think it. I don't think that's fair to Pep to say someone was playing like Pep before Pep when he kind of reinvented how to play like Pep. Well, I mean, Cruyff. Invented. Yeah, Cruyff reinvented the game. Yeah, and then Pep. Pep as well. Pep, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I'm not saying he did. Pep took – I'm just saying I don't think it's fair to say Arsenal's playing like Pep when Arsenal's played somewhat similarly. Well, I'm gonna Obviously, Pep's is his own, yeah, own version of it. Arteta was literally under Pep for years. So he's trying to have them play like Pep now. Okay. but Yeah, but this was also like somewhat Arsenal's play style for years. I, I'm not – I'm just saying like I don't think that like it's – revolutionary for for Arteta to come in and play like he's playing for an Arsenal team. Oh, no, it is, though, compared to what they were playing like. For the last maybe two years. Yeah. So he's okay. having them play back like that. I just wouldn't characterize it like that, but whatever. Um, but a little side on Arteta. The Sidemen video <laughs> with Arteta was interesting to see how he was coaching. Three. Three, okay. 
three. He looks he he seems like a youth like a really good youth coach. Yeah. Like uh, lively, getting into the training sessions, stuff like that. Why? Could be why Emil Smith Rose having such a yeah, such a good year. Just you got to be a good youth coach when you're coaching a rebuild and your average squad's the youngest. You know what? I'm interested in seeing. I'm interested in seeing Connor Gallagher getting time in the Chelsea team. I don't know if that's going to happen after this year. Oh yeah, probably won't. No, probably just nah. Him. He'll he'll beat out Ziyech. Ziyech is something no one's talking about. Yeah, I think he's getting sold. If not in January, then in the summer. All right, next up are Wolves. I'll uh, I'll take this one. Um, I think Wolves. It could be thankful that Raul Jimenez is back to playing well mm-hmm. and wasn't out for the rest of his career because they looked so bad last season without him. And now that he's back and scoring goals and just helping the offense in a lot of different ways, it's really crucial. All right. I'll take Tottenham. <clears throat> Genius here. Ready for this? Oh, wait, what do you want me to say? Harry Kane? Oh, no. I'm going to say they're thankful for Harry Kane's brother. <laughs> an awful agent and basically making Kane stay at Tottenham. Did you You're not going to say that they're thankful for Conte? No. Oh, okay. No, they're thankful for his brother. Because imagine this team without Kane. I, honestly, this team without Kane might be better. I don't know. Kane's been playing. Kane been playing, has not been playing good. Yes. But, like, come on now. They're just bad. I, yeah, I mean, I they are. Just, I think they'd be worse. Okay. I, I, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree, but, like, the, I think there is an argument to say that, like, Kane could be holding them back with how deep he had started playing and not playing as a true striker, so. But yeah, I mean, they could have sold him and then used that money to rebuild the squad, and they chose mm-hmm. not to. Or maybe pay off some of their debt. That's another thing they yeah. could have done. But they decided not to. And then, did, did he sign a new contract or no? He signed one last year, right? He yeah, he still has like four years left on it because he signed yeah. a six year deal. Yeah, because his brother's an idiot. Yeah. But they're still thankful for him. I guess Tottenham should be thankful for him. Did you see Kane came out and was like, I don't really like all the criticism of my brother, who was hard, hard to listen to. I'm like, well, yeah, your brother's a dumbass. <laughs> he cost you a move to a team where you would win. Yeah. He cost you more money. Yeah. But yes, Tottenham can be thankful for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyler, go ahead. Oh, my gosh. There's hardly – there's not a lot of things Man United can be thankful for. I think most people would say be thankful for Ronaldo because Ronaldo. basically got us into the Champions League knockout stages, which is true. But that's all I'm going to say because I think he's also hurting us in a ton of ways. I think we could be thankful for Marcus Rashford. Yes, that's what I was going to say. Because he changes games no matter when he's on the field. Like, he he just changes games. He came in this midweek, totally changed the game with Bruno. Speaking but... of Marcus Rashford, quick side note. In my FIFA career mode, Man United just sold him to Atletico Madrid. Oh, my God. Awful, awful decision. For, awful for $201 decision. million. Dollars. 
<laughs> What's his overall? Like 89, 88? He's either he's he was an 88 last time I played him. I think he's an 89. Yeah, I mean, he is so good. And he's everything he's everything you want in a player. And like personality-wise, his ability to to run off the ball. Um and he's just a great guy. I mean, he's beating kids. Let's just not forget that. All of yeah. England can be thankful for Marcus Rashford. The children said, of England. I thought you just said beating kids. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's got to sound like beating kids. Oh, no. Feeding. Feeding. F-E-E-D-I-N-G. Yeah, All right, Ryan. You can get your uh, prize to Little Brighton. <laughs> Brighton are thankful that Graham Potter is still their yeah. manager. Yeah, it was easy. Otherwise, they'd be donezo. When he leaves Brighton, I'm going to give it two years before they get relegated. Yeah. <laughs> like, almost 100%. Their squad is just not good. I mean, you look no, at the squad. They're not good like... enough to be, to be a top-half prem team. But the goals were flowing early in the year. They have since dried up, as they did all of last year. Um, and you look at them, they're only eight points above the drop. A lot of football left to be played. We'll see. I'm gonna have to bet on Brighton to get relegated right now. <laughs> I get crazy odds on it. What? What? What could you? Could you like bet on like a Brighton to get relegated in the next four seasons? Is that like something? You can... <laughs> Not on any legal sports book. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Palace. I'll take Palace. Um. This is the crazy one because actually uh, I'm not going to say that because I, I don't know what, how much Patrick Vieira is actually helping them because he was, I mean, he is, but I'm going to say Connor Gallagher. And I think you, you could say Vieira and he's gotten them high up the table and they have seven draws, only two losses. Um, only Chelsea and Liverpool have less losses. So but Connor Gallagher is like he's been running this team in a lot of different ways. So just want a quick side note: Brighton to get relegated right now are plus twenty eight hundred. I mean, just just throw a dollar. Not quite, not <laughs> quite Leicester winning the league, but still pretty good. Who's next? Everton. Ooh. Oh, they don't have much to be thankful for either. I mean, they are struggling right now. I would say Big Dom, obviously. But he's been out. Big Dom's been hurt. They could could be thankful that Big Dom's going to be returning soon. Yeah, that's what I was going to go with. You know what? No, no, no. I'm going to say, I'm going to go outside the box here. They can be thankful for that uh, Rafa Benitez spent his money well. Mm. His only sign in being Demarai Gray for one and a half million. Who has three? Yeah, he's been balling. Yeah. He was he balled out. He's hurt right now. Didn't they get it? Was Townsend this window? Yeah, for free. So. For free. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, if you want to count him, I'll count him in too. Where's he at? Exactly Just makes decent. him even better. Yeah, three goals and two assists as well. So six goals and four assists for their two signings. Pretty good. They can be thankful that they. Uh, <laughs> Players were attracted to the thought of Carlo Ancelotti and didn't have time to leave. <laughs> and he just dipped. All right, another tough one coming up. 
Ooh, it is not tough. Oh, okay. Then go ahead, Ryan. They're thankful that Yuri Tielemans is saving their butts. Okay. Won't be saving their butts uh, much longer. Wilfred and Didi? Yeah. They're thankful that United was dumb this summer and did not buy Ndidi. I need yeah. Leicester to get their asses up the top six. ASAP. They should be. I need Wesley Fofana to come back. Oh. That's true. I mean, they've been... That's supposed to be soon, that. right? No, I thought he was out for like a... I thought he was out for like I thought a it was like I thought December he was supposed to be January. back around like the new year, yeah. Yeah. I'm not so sure. Right, I think ahead. we talked about this before, and Tyler thought year meant like season year, but it yeah, yeah, you're right. Year. You're absolutely right. We've had yeah. this conversation I'm gonna, before. I'm gonna excuse because I'm thinking the same Southampton, thing. Since I'm an avid Southampton hater, but one of you two has it. Oh, jeez. Well, I mean, <laughs> Southampton does not have a lot to be thankful for. I would say that they're I'll... probably think. I mean. Southampton are thankful that they're not in the relegation zone so they can fight Joey and take his money. I was going to say that they – well, they're not taking any of the money. But um, that they have a set-piece specialist. James Ward-Prowse. I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot that Southampton – they're thankful that they're not on the same streak that they were on at the end of last season. That was just – oh, my gosh. I know, dude. I'm – I wish they were still on that streak. I mean, they're like three, five, and four, but it's decent enough. They'll keep you up. All right. Well, I can take Brentford. Yeah, go ahead. Brentford are thankful for their strong run of form at the start of the season. Yeah. Yeah. They came out firing. They had a lot of good vibes coming into the season. Obviously, getting the win over Arsenal in the first game was huge. Yeah. Oh. They were winning games. They tied Liverpool, beat West Ham. Only lost to Chelsea by one. But since they have just suffered a stark disappointment. Change of form. One point yeah. in the last five games. Yeah, they're struggling. Um, They're definitely in danger of being relegated now after starting so brightly. Now, I do think they are still the best of the promoted teams. So they should be fine. Yes. But we, we shall see. Yeah, they, they are the, I mean, highest on the table. Uh, Villa, I mean, I think that they're thankful for the squad that Steven Gerrard has. I don't know if they're necessarily thankful for Steven Gerrard. But I think they're thankful for the squad that he has to work with and the fact that it's there's a lot of pieces there and that the money I still think was well spent after Grealish. They just got to figure out a way to mesh um, and start putting it all together. Yeah, I'll take Watford. Watford are definitely thankful for their attack, having a sizable end product this year. Um, Emmanuel Dennis, Joshua King, and Ismail Sar all have at least four goals. And Dennis has four goals and five assists in the league. So he's been really balling out. Pause. And Watford are above the drop zone right now. So I still think as long they, as they stay up. Um, without looking at the table right now, if the relegation zone was based on goals four, do you guys know who the three teams would be? 
goals on uh, Norwich. I'm going to definitely Norwich is what I was going to say. Yes. Uh hmm. Maybe is Southampton in there? Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say them. Tied for 18th. And then. And Southampton have. It's gonna be somebody high up. Southampton have 11. Norwich have seven. This other team has also 11. Oh. Is it Arsenal? No. Or is it Arsenal pretty far down there? Arsenal have scored 13 goals. So they're close. They're close. What'd you just say, Ryan? Brighton. <laughs> I wish Brighton would be in seventeen. <laughs> they have twelve goals. <laughs> it's Tottenham. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, they scored three goals in their first three games and won them all one nothing. That's how they got their. I mean, yeah, that's not good. Okay, who wants to take Leeds? Cool. Leeds does not have a lot to be thankful for. They are. I mean, they're struggling. What? What this? The BAMP should be back soon. That kind of counts. I guess that's a little cop out. That's like Everton's, but I mean, I mean, what else are you gonna say? There's really nothing. I they're, mean, they've been pretty freaking bad. Teams figured them out. That's what it is. They had yeah, a nice first they're not season. Not their chances. Rodrigo sucks. Don't know why he still plays. Um, Rafinha still good though. They can be thankful for him. Yeah. All right, Burnley. I can't take Burnley. that. I'm also a Burnley hater. Burnley are thankful for Maxwell Cornet. New signing coming in, bagging, let me look, five goals. Um, typically, foreign players who come in and play for relegation-threatened teams do not perform the best in the Premier League. And he has been the opposite, performing very well. Also should have scored goals against Man City. Cornet's good. Um, he's good. I almost signed him in FIFA to be my backup left back. Backup Great. left back? Yeah, he's a left back in FIFA. <laughs> um, Norwich, I'll take this. I'll give Tyler the layup for Newcastle. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Norwich can be thankful for. I'm gonna say it, the American hero oh. that is Joshua Sargent. Stop! He's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> now he came in and changed the game against Norwich. He doesn't what? score goals, but he works hard. Against against who? Southampton. <laughs> yeah, in a, in their in their scrimmage at practice on Friday. Just wait. Just wait, okay? Todd Cantwell also started this game. Got subbed out at half for Josh Sargent. And Josh Sargent played well. Um, that being said, dare I make the prediction now that Norwich avoid the drop? No, I won't do that. <laughs> no. I will not be making that prediction. <laughs> Top 24 team. What about, what about Dean Smith? That is true. Solid manager. He reinstated Billy Gilmore and Todd Cantwell in their first game, and they get a win. Yeah. I think I yeah. think Dean Smith's going to keep him up. Maybe who said that? I don't know. One of the one of the English they're, pundits. They're bad, like, but <laughs> one of the English football pundits was like, "How is Norwich's midfield so godlike that Billy Gilmore can't get game time?" 
Yeah, that's that was really confusing for me as to why he wasn't playing. Like they suck. There's yeah. no way Billy Gilmore makes you worse. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think there's a lot of teams in danger, so just... all right. So Newcastle. I mean, there's a lot of ways you could go here, you know. Um, but uh sovereign wealth. That's what we're <laughs> that's what we're going with. They're what four billion, however much. That they're going to not have I to, was going to say. Or, I mean, way more than that, right? I was going to say they're thankful for only a month left until January. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the same, down the same lines. Sovereign wealth. All the money that they can spend. I don't think they're thankful for Eddie Howe. I don't think that was a good appointment. Well, if you remember correctly, one of my predictions at the start of the year was that Eddie Howe would be back in the friend. Oh, was it? It was. It was. Good one. I checked it off on the prediction sheet. Nice. That was that was easy money. Um, no, Eddie Howe will be fine. Newcastle will be fine. They are still favored to get relegated. I believe they're third. Norwich is like minus four hundred. <laughs> I mean, they have no wins. <laughs> no, they have two. Oh, Newcastle <laughs> zero. Yeah. Um, Newcastle were like minus one fifty or one fifteen or something. And then Watford were also like minus 150. Burnley coming in at plus 100. I might have to bet some on that. Do we have any best bets, Tyler? Whoa, we're just like skipping a segment right here? Oh, true, true, true. I do not have any scintillating stats. I knew that. Oh, wow. It it was dead over the international break. There There was no good stats. Well, um, you know what? We'll just go through right now. I didn't do any pre-preparation, but maybe run through some things that maybe catch my eye right here. Um, Palace plus 123 over Villa. Eh, No, I don't like that. I like the draw there. Liverpool to beat Southampton by 10 plus goals. Nine goals. Another 9-0. Are they going to go 9-0-3 straight seasons? That'd be really funny. Um, no, but I like the plus 230 on the draw, Palace Villa. Palace is a, a draw machine. I think Norwich get a win against Wolves three in a row. Ooh, wow. I, I kind of like that. It's plus 250. It's at Norwich. Uh, What's Wolves? Are they plus? Wolves is uh, plus 112. Oh, so um, that's interesting. Leeds over Brighton. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Plus 260. Leeds oh, yeah. at Brighton. Leeds looked good against Tottenham. Leeds, Leeds over Brighton. Uh, stay away from the Man U-Chelsea game. That's a dumpster fire that could go any different ways. Most Probably mostly Chelsea destroying Man U, but there's just so much uncertainty. I wouldn't. Um, Tottenham Burnley tie. Is Carrick still going to be on the... On the pitch, on the yeah, sideline for this. Rangnick can't, Rangnick can't get his visa for like another six days or something. So, um, oh, Carrick's gonna be like Jaden Sancho, play like a man, and Sancho hat trick, boom, Ryan's best bet. Oh snap! Uh, ooh, um, I mean, West Ham is plus nine hundred to beat City. Get somebody that's, I mean, I, if you could get the the fourth place team over the second place team at plus 900, I kind of like that. 
this is just something that just came to mind that we have not discussed at all. Um, We have not talked about how the African Cup of Nations will impact the Premier League. Oh, yeah. I that is it's ridiculous, kind of. I agree. I don't really do it over an international break. I don't know how they, they could do it over an international break. It's an international like, break's too late. Liverpool weeks. just lose Salah and Mane. Right. Well, they do for two months or a month or whatever it is. Yeah, for like a month. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's. I don't know if Joey's trying to say anything, but he's muted. Um, oh, yeah. No, I was saying that is true. That's That's an interesting point. It's definitely it's it's brutal, especially for Liverpool. And did you guys see the thing where he called their clock called it a little tournament, and then like the announcer yeah. or the com or the interview, whatever the the guy was asking a question from the press was like really upset that he he called it a little tournament. It sounded like in the original interview that Klopp was kind of being sarcastic and saying that like this should be done been done better and stuff. But um, yeah, like like this is a major tournament that takes up a month and you just throw it in the middle of the season. Right. Where some teams are affected more than others. My best player is going to be out for a month in a, in a crucial part of the season where a lot of games are played. Yeah. And then you've got like Man City who, while Mares is a miss, like it's just Mares. Yeah. And yeah. Like, Man City have the depth to replace Mares better. Man U's not missing anybody. Except um, by Diallo, but Diallo I'm doesn't at play a ever right now. And Chelsea's missing Mendy and Ziyech, so Mendy could be a big loss potentially. Oh, he could. Yeah, Kepa that's a huge. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal. Kepa's got to step in. Yeah. I mean, what other? Yeah, what so, other so this the, it is like the top six teams, but I do want to note that they have Leicester in this, not Tottenham. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so they have Mars for City, then then Chelsea, then United, then Liverpool. They have Salah, Mane, and Keita. Arsenal. They have Aubameyang, Pepe, Amarty, and the God El Neni. Always turns up for Egypt, and then Leicester have Indidi, Iannaccio, Amarty, and some other dude who I do not know who he is. That's tough for Leicester. Leicester's going to get killed there. Wait, does isn't DACA? Um, Is that what DACA looks like? Let me let me look. DACA. DACA's Nigerian, right? No, 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 the Ianacho is. He's a. It's a small African country. I forget. Um. Anyway, that that picture might be of DACA. Yes, he's from Zambia. Mm. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's Daka. Yeah, tough. It's unfortunate for those teams. Man City just smartly built their team with only one African player. Yeah. Pep, right. thinking big brain. That's always you know what would have been funny? Would have been funny if City had like five African players and then they sold them all this summer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And then they, yeah. they would sell them and then buy them right after. <laughs> and then you buy them back. No, not buy them back, but like buy other ones. Like you do like yeah. a loan swap with like it's like oh for this season we'll take the, you guys could take it we'll take. It. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Like 
but FIFA really should do better and schedule it, or the league should take a break to play it, have it played. Yeah. All right, Union have their semifinal game tomorrow, Sunday. Today's not Saturday. They have it Sunday. Yes. What yeah. a goal scored at the end of the – Yeah. A lot of great goals the last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you want to win a game. Like, imagine, like in your career, scoring a goal in the 123rd minute from a volley from, like, 25 out. We, did, we didn't talk about any of the Champions League. That's all right. We'll save but. that for next week. Yeah, it's gonna be. It'll be. It'll it's be set up for an interesting, league. interesting final week. Dortmund were eliminated. Yeah. Side note. Yeah, that's hilarious. Dortmund yeah, beat Holland playing in the or Europa League final? Question mark. Maybe. All right. Well, with that, we will bid you adieu.